0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to Here's the Thing podcast where Jake and I just fucking
1: talk. Just and we ripped. still don't have an intro. <laughs> uh, um, I got ideas. I think one thing we could do is, uh, and since it's a song, we, we can only play like two seconds of it before we get copyrighted. It's like the first note of I Have a Tiger. No, it's better than that. It's <laughs> so much better than that. Shit, I already wasted our second. <laughs> Uh, but my game plan is, I really want to find a soundbite of. So that's "Kiss" by Prince. Jake loves Prince. I would die for. We'll get into that. Cool. So at the three, at about the two second mark, into the three second mark, he uh, he makes a noise, and I think this should be our <laughs> intro. I think this is the perfect intro for this podcast. And that's we go right that did. in. We just go right in, just and just fucking fly. Like I really think that that soundbite would do us justice. I think it would be wonderful.
0: What else I think is that my brother's a musician, he could write around that? Yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> cuz it's Prince, like he could write around it maybe? Well, what I'm saying is that he could just like do a similar thing to that and then put a soundbite. Well, it's like that two, sound bite it's it's like it, 2 seconds. We could I don't know. I was just saying yeah. if we want a longer Oh, you mean one. to have like a longer thing. If we want yeah. a longer intro. I mean, any intro is better than Hey, uh we don't
1: have an intro. <laughs> any, any intro is what any speaker does when they walk in a room. Hi. Uh, but,
0: yeah, What's what's been going? How's your week been, Jake? What have Fucking, you been up to? What did, what did, what did
1: I do? Uh Oh, what did I do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> John Mulaney bit where it was like, nothing, nothing. No, shit, I didn't nothing. do nothing because I've been busy. I worked today. That's a shitload of presents. Yesterday I did Christmas gifts and I got COVID tested. Uh Not because I've been exposed, just because like for family to get together at Christmas, we all feel more comfortable if we've just been tested. It's still only four of us.
0: Yeah, Jake hasn't gotten his results back, so I'm actually, no, I got 20, my I'm actually, I'm actually 20 feet away from him no, right now. I, right. I got my results, man.
1: <laughs> we're, we're, we're cuddling on the couch. Uh, <laughs> don't lie to the people. Um, I got COVID tested. I went to see Allie. We went to get dinner. This is all backwards. Uh, This is the backwards order from like today. Like worked, wrapped presents, (laughs) COVID test, was at Allie's, had coffee, woke up, (laughs) went to bed. Uh, Hung out at Allie's for a bit because she wanted to see me before Christmas because I'm not seeing her on Christmas, but I'm seeing her the day after Christmas. It sounds clingy. (laughs) (laughs) Probably didn't listen to this. Uh, fucking okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's texting me right now. Like okay. Like I heard what you said. I, lo- bitch. I <laughs> love her to death, and she's amazing. That saying that out loud about like what'd you do? Well, I went to see my girlfriend. Well, didn't you see her last week? Yeah. And aren't you gonna see her the day after Christmas? Yeah. yeah. So why'd you see her? She wanted to see me between then and Christmas.
0: Yeah. I worked.
1: Was, yeah. I worked, and th- that was it. I did. I got my Christmas gifts in. I ordered my Christmas gifts and got them watched Tenet, bought Tenet. Oh, yeah, we
0: watched <laughs> Tenet. Yeah, Jake showed me Tenant. That was a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a really good movie. <laughs> it did. I really enjoyed it. If you pay attention, like you said, we, we said this during the movie, uh, if you look away for, like, three minutes, it's yeah. over.
1: So, I went to see it in the movie theaters. I was one of those idiots. And when I went to see it, it was just me. And I saw it in IMAX. So, that was fucking awesome. To have a whole movie theater to yourself and have it be, like, the biggest theater was so cool. But it also gave me the benefit of, like, no one's going to call me. I'm not looking at my phone. There's no distractions. No one else is in the fucking room. Like, I was so zeroed in on the movie. Movie ended, I was like, that was amazing. And then I read my like read the reviews, listened to my favorite critics, and they were all just like, yeah, if you miss anything, you're screwed. Yeah, like, it's over. Like, one of my favorite critics, like, said... He knew he made a mistake when he got up to go to the bathroom, came back, and couldn't enjoy the next hour. Yeah, it's not something you, like, be in the room
0: with your friends
1: and turn it on in the background. No. Like, and a- after I read that, I was like, no, that makes sense because, yeah, I can't explain it to people. I can't explain the concept of the inverted shit and have it make sense. Well, the first,
0: even while watching it, when at the first time you see the two, like, the body double. People. Yeah. Yeah. I'm tripped out so hard because i'm like what the fuck is happening before that moment it's like oh shit's going backwards okay it's like a product of like it's in this like thing no matter what but the fact that it's like a doubled reality sort of back yeah see and
1: talking about it it still doesn't make sense like the the movie only makes it work because they can show you explain it to you and then they show it again and it's like Got it. Like, talking about it, it's like, yeah, these things are moving backwards in time, but time's still moving forwards in time, and the things moving backwards in time are only going so far as to meet when they meet the thing going forward. It's like, it doesn't fucking make sense. And then the movie's just like, drop the bullet. And the guy drops a bullet, and then she's like, cool, cool, cool. Now just make the motion of you picking up the bullet. And he does, and the bullet just flies off the table, it's like, okay. I get it. I sort of get it now. Like... I don't know. I loved it. I I loved that throughout the movie you just see people
0: going backwards at random points. You're like, what the fuck is happening? And then like 30
1: minutes later you're like,
0: oh, That's what was happening. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's really
1: cool. Uh, I love it, but I'm a sucker for Christopher Nolan. I'm a sucker for Robert Pattinson. I would suck Robert Pattinson. (laughs) He was great in that movie. He's a good actor. And he is really good in that movie too. He's just a really cool character in that movie. Uh, but yeah, we watched that. We watched that. I've I've just been you've been busy getting,
0: getting ready for Christmas. And then today was my busiest day the last 2 weeks cuz I'm just like the last 3 or 4 days just getting ready for Christmas. I'm like I have time to edit. I and saying, then I got to today and I'm like I need to edit
1: everything. You like threw the nose to the grindstone and just fucking went hard. Yeah,
0: and finally and I uploaded everything as an MOV, which is a gigantic file yeah. and didn't realize 7 hours after I tried to upload our first podcast, it was at 20%. And I went, hmm, and I looked at the file and went, ah, I need an MP4. <laughs> I started uploading it twenty minutes ago. and It should be up in ten minutes. Yeah,
1: and this is all technical <laughs> jargon to say he did it. He did it wrong. He fixed it. He did it. Yeah,
0: but it's a, it was like a seven-hour mistake. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a it's a it's a big.
0: Fuck it's a up. it's a. Frustrating mistake. Yeah. But now I'm here. I literally was down here. I wasn't sprinting around or anything. It was just like a fast walk every once in a while. But I got down here and I'm just like like panting. Like, <laughs> like I'm out of
1: breath. Or, and I'm like, oh, maybe or, I should relax. <laughs> uh, that was something. At work today, uh, being out of breath reminded me of work. Uh, not because it's busy, but it gets busy. Dead. But uh, at work, so my boss does this thing where if it gets busy and he's He'll if the if there's if there's space at the grill, and it gets busy, he's taking the grill. He does it <laughs> does it every fucking time, and it annoys me just because like, I'll step away to do something else because somebody might not have thrown bread in the toaster, and I'll be like I'll be like I need that bread for that sandwich that I'm about to throw on the grill. Sorry, I'm glad that that's like a big issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, there's plenty of people here. Bread should just be in the toast, like. It's an easy fix. They're not in right
0: next to the toaster. But
1: that's why I'm like... <laughs> that's why I'll be like, oh, cool. Somebody forgot to. No, no problem. I'm on it. And I'll walk over and throw like two pieces of sourdough in. And I'll turn and he'll take over the whole grill. And it's always bugged me because it's like, dude, don't take my job. Because I step away to do somebody else's job. I'm on it. I got this. Uh, but today... He came up. He came in the room at one point, and I turned to walk to like the fridge, and he walked in the doorway. I made eye contact with him, and I fucking squared up. (laughs) Just let me take. (laughs) And I straight up went, "Boss, I got it. Don't (laughs) touch the grill." And he just literally fucking walked into the other room, like he just turned around and left. And I was like, "Word, that's what I had to do. Cool." And then he just let me do it. It was a slow day, too, so I'm sure he didn't feel the pressure of, like, oh, if it gets busy and Jake screws us, that's on Jake. Like, but it was nice to just finally have that code of, like, dude, I'm on it. I got this. But, Trust uh, me. Yeah, that's really know. all that's been happening with me, though, is a bunch of nothing. I saw my girlfriend, which was great. We got a nice dinner. She had one drink and was, like, buzzed as shit. she just have an empty stomach? No she's a lightweight she's a lightweight cool but when we got home her mom was like oh my god you're drunk and she did the thing that drunk people do and they're like i'm not drunk no i'm not i'm just i had one drink i'm not drunk and (laughs) it's like tell the time i'm not drunk yeah like that video (laughs) and she wasn't that drunk but it's like don't lie if you're drunk just say you're drunk like like she did, she did the thing of like I had one drink. It's like okay, cool. If you drink one bottle of vodka in one sitting, that's one drink. Sure, you drank a whole bottle of vodka. If you don't stop drinking, like it's, it's one sip. Good job. <laughs> but you like, but but yeah, she her mom was like she's drunk, and I was like she's got a good buzz going. But she did only have one drink. She wasn't driving, and we're home now. Like whatever. And that was Perfect. it. But it was just, yeah, that was really it. I did that, and I've worked and wrapped Christmas gifts. I got, my, um, I got my little sister redacted. I got my older brother redacted. Uh, I got you redacted, and I got Raquel redacted. I got Allie a... Uh, redacted? No, a bathrobe. Because uh, uh, I already gave it to her.
0: See, I, I got you a strap-on. Cool. Allie will love that. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, See, what I did... I did something really nice yesterday, which was just... Everybody was doing stuff in the next room, which there's always something happening in this apartment, so you kind of feel like you need to be there. And I just put in my headphones, and I started washing dishes, and a new EP came on. It's a new, uh, new Fosh the People EP came on. Nice segue, Kyle. Thanks. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Look, if you want to talk about it, talk about it. I'm just, like, looking at the shit we have to talk about, and I'm looking at the time, and I'm like, how long do I want to edit this? (laughs) Yeah, no, Foster the People EP came on. I know you're probably not a huge fan of Foster the People. You're like, oh, Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: It's not that. I just, I never got around to listen to them. I have an ex-girlfriend that loves them. Uh, Uh, No, that's not why I don't listen to them. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm not close-minded with my music like that. Like, whatever. It reminds me of him. Shut up. (laughs) It does. No, she liked him. (laughs) And whenever she would play them for me, I'd be like, "Oh, cool!" But I never went out of my way to listen to them. If they're on, I'm not skipping it. Yeah, I'm indifferent to Foster the People. No, no music that I've heard from them has fully blown me away. "Sit Next to Me" came close, but otherwise, "Sit Next to Me" is fun. "Sit Next to Me" is a great song.
0: Foster the People in high school was my favorite band ever. It was. I would be listening to it in my headphones every day. I'd always have my headphones and hood up, listening to either Foster the People or MCR because I just had so much drama in my life, so much. And the other day they came out with an EP and about a year and a half ago, Mark Foster came out with a video. Lead singer Foster people came out with a video saying, Hey, I've been too much of a perfectionist with my music and it's stressing me out. So I'm just going to make music and not try to be a perfectionist. And part of me went, man, that's really cool. You do you, you work on yourself. And another part of me went, oh no, I really hope their music doesn't go to shit. And this EP confirmed my fear that it's heading down the wrong path, <laughs> which was the only good song on that EP was a song called Lamb's Wool, which is a really fun, really upbeat song. But every other song on that uh, EP was just forgettable, and it droned on. And I mean, if you have it in the background, it's like a club song. Yeah. It's like, okay, it's, like house music. it's there, but it didn't like, oh man, I'm going to sing to this. Lamb's Wool was the only thing out of the seven songs. And I'm like, as much as I love Fox People, I love Lamb's Bull. Six out of seven songs
1: bad? Not a good EP. Yeah, if you put something <laughs> out and it's seven songs, all seven of them... All se- unless it's like a Pink Floyd album and it's an hour long. Yeah. All seven of those songs better hit.
0: Yeah, because it's a fucking EP. You can't make up with it with like a great song, two yeah. two songs down the rail. Like like Kanye's like summer
1: it. run like three years ago when he put out five albums, all of them seven songs. Oh, I didn't Do know Do you not know about that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, when he put out Yay and Kid See Ghosts and Daytona, and then... Uh, I know Kid See Ghosts was like a gigantic... Oh, masterpiece. Masterpiece, masterpiece uh, but yeah. But yeah, he put out Daytona first, I think. Yay, Kid See Ghosts, uh, a Nas album, and then a Tiana Taylor R&B album. And a lot of the issue was all of them were about 20 minutes long. There were seven songs, and they weren't great. Like, Kid See ghost was great. Ye was okay. Daytona was really great. Uh, Daytona was actually amazing. Uh, but then Nas' album was bad, and <laughs> Tayana Taylor's album had, like, two good songs. And when they were good songs, they were great, but it's like, if you're gonna give me a 20-minute seven-song thing, they, they better be fucking great. All of that was within succession of a short
0: span of time, too, right? Like, extremely close to each other? It was one week after another. So, the thing with putting out music, too. Here's the thing about putting out music. Uh, I feel like in order to put out something of quality, you need to take the time to change as a person and reflect on shit and maybe have a theme for your album in order to write that next thing. To put out so many songs regularly will produce crap. Some really good songs, like Kanye had Kids See See ghosts in Daytona. Great albums. Yeah, he actually
1: produced both. He appeared on one, like... Kitsy Ghost is great, and Daytona is... I don't think there's a miss on that whole album.
0: Yeah, and you get those good ones, but you also
1: got really bad ones, so that inconsistency comes in when you try to rush shit like that. Yeah, Nas' album was a joke. Yeah. But he has... Nas himself has been like, yeah, it was weird making that album. Like, even Nas was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, yeah, so I get what you're saying about, like, you're worried, because it does suck when it's like, oh, here's some new music, and it's 20 minutes long, and you're like, oh, this will be great. And then you put it on, and it's like, yo, what? Yeah. Like, why isn't, why isn't that
0: blowing my mind? Because they've been putting out singles for like two years now, just singles, since um, fucking uh, Sacred Hearts Club, which was their last album in like 2016. Yeah, No, they've been putting out singles for fucking four years now, and that's it. So when they said we're coming out with an EP, I was like, fuck yeah. Finally, something good. I hope it's not just a combination
1: of all the... Uh, it's a culmination of all this bad songs. Uh, <laughs> JPEG yeah. Mafia just did that. He put out an EP, but it was all the, all the singles, and then, uh, like, one new song. But it was an example of, like, oh, this is good. Because, like, all the singles in the new song, they just went hard. And yeah. To be fair, JPEG is weird. They are weird, but they're also He fun. is weird. It's one guy. Yeah. But, like... I don't know, it's hard to recommend him because it's like, what are you into? Do you like Brock Hampton? Cool. Well it's also like we were talking about Flying Lotus yesterday. Yeah, it's really weird it's music, weird. but if you like if you're if you listen to it and you're like, oh I'm into it, that EP's great. Yeah. I like it, but like I put I remember I put it on for like you, me, Raquel was in the room, and Kay was in the room, and like Raquel just was like, yo, I'm a little scared. Like, <laughs> like, she was very, and it's not that it's scary music, it's just the production is, like, loud bang, and, like, a weird distorted electronic sound. That was, a,
0: that was like, a month ago, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I do remember that. <laughs> Raquel just gave me a side look, you know, I was like, don't look at me, this is my first time hearing the album, too. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. And she was not. Uh, but yeah, overall, Foster the People, I I love Mark Foster's attitude he has a lot of energy but at the same time it's going down a path i don't like but if you anybody wants to give fox people uh, a try one album that i think is fantastic by them and was their least popular album on the charts which i think is fucking bullshit was supermodel which has a song called suladojia fantastica on it which is uh translates to pathological liar and it's a seven minute song and it is a trip to listen to. If you want to s- smoke weed and listen to one Foss of the People song, listen to Sula Fantastica. It's insane. I saw it in concert. The colors blew my mind. And I was <laughs> sober. Uh, <laughs> so, Foss the People, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> also, R.I.P. to fucking cyberpunk. Which is the next thing on my list. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Nah, I'm <laughs> not. I'm not
0: surprised. I'm, I'm not surprised, but here's why that's up on the whiteboard for us right now, is that uh, Sony and Microsoft stock took like a dive the other day yeah. because Cyberpunk got pulled from all the stores. Yeah. And it, they just keep fucking up. So what happened was, because a lot of stocks are run by old men that don't know what the fuck is happening in the video game world. So all the stocks went down. But you know what stock went up?
1: Uh, no, because I'm not into stocks. I think,
0: and I think it's Two-Tail Gaming. It's the production company for Red Dead Online and Grand yeah, Theft Auto yeah, Online. Yeah, yeah. And if you know anything about video games, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Online, it's great. Fanbase kind of died a couple of years ago. Also, Red Dead Online plagued with issues. Yeah, Just plagued with issues. I don't play either. Yeah, I don't either. It's, nobody I know does, but it's cool. a big thing online. I mean, Vanoss played for a while, but after he stopped making videos, it didn't get as popular. So that company was like, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to draw all the cyberpunk gamers into our field. Which doesn't make any sense because that, those online games have nothing contributed to cyberpunk, so there's no connection there. And so all the old guys were like, yes, yes, yes. and they all poured their money into that stock. And then within a day, they went, Oh, well, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> this, this isn't going to work. Cyberpunk has officially fucked up Everybody's stocks, everybody's like lives at home, and made some yeah. great fucking memes.
1: I think I'm not surprised by it. uh, I think I think it it wasn't made for current gen consoles, no. And they f- released it, and you know they've taken it down because they all realized it. Because everybody that's played it on a PC that can run it and on next gen consoles is like, no, there's a good game here. Yeah, I heard the plot. Yeah, everybody that can play the game is like, no, it's good. The issue is, a majority of the market couldn't, yeah. so they were like, yeah, here's a refund, and we're sorry, and we'll see you in March. Like, <laughs> which, yeah, it sucks, it's annoying, it's whatever. Yeah, give, give Cyberpunk back, it's not out yet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, it's, if you bought it, sorry. Like, yeah, which, it's, uh, I didn't, it's a shame. I couldn't couldn't afford it. I couldn't to. either, I don't even have a PS5. Yeah,
0: The issue is, if you're making a game like that and a console just came out, either has to be running perfectly on that console or make it available for the last console. Because if you run it on a PS4 and Xbox One and it hits the graphics into the PS2 era, there's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so I'm excited. Jake's excited for new movies. I'm excited for new movies specifically because a bunch are dropping in the next, like, week. Uh, starting today, actually. I didn't realize it came out today, and I'm a little mad at myself. But also, like, a couple came out last week. So I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which uh, had Chadwick Boseman in it, and he was great, which made me really sad. That's a nice little send-off for No, nah, I was so sad, because I was like, man, he was so good. Uh, Viola Davis is really great. It, it's good. Like, everything that people are saying about it, it it's great. Like, the story, good acting amazing. Like it's short, it's only an hour and a half. Like I watched it with my oh. dad. Yeah, it's worth watching. Uh but then also also George Clooney's new movie, The Midnight Sky came out today. I know nothing about that. Movie. It looks I'm hesitant about it only because there's a lot of potential for it to not be good. Okay, but I'm a sucker for George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> that guy is like the Silver Fox blueprint. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know a lot about George Clooney's movies overall,
0: but I get the vibe from what I know about George Clooney that his movies are hit and miss sometimes.
1: They're usually good. Yeah. Like, I'm a George... Jo- I'll, say, I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'm a George Clooney fan. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm a two-time Academy Award winner George Clooney he was fan. great in The Thin Red Line, which is the last thing I saw him in. Yeah, he was in it for five minutes. Yeah, the camera. No. Uh... <laughs> He's good. When he's good, he's really good. Like, And when the movies are good, he's really good. Up in the Air, great. The Oceans trilogy, good. Uh, Syriana, <laughs> good. Actually, great. You know, those are five movies that I just named off the top of the, off the dome. But he also directed good movies. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind is great. Good Night and Good Luck is great. Uh, and he directed this one, which gives me hope that it'll be, like, good. But I'm excited to watch that. I forgot that it came out tonight at the, like, When we're recording this, it's out. But Allie's watching it. She was texting me tonight. I was like, What's up? And she's like, Watching Midnight Sky? And I was like, Yo, what? I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. I was (laughs) like, How? 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 And she's like, It's out. And I'm like, Oh, cool. But like, her and her mom got in an argument that it was George Clooney in the movie. And I was like, Tell your mom that George Clooney made the movie. He's the director. It'll blow her fucking mind. (laughs) It's beyond, he's in the movie. Like, he's not just in the movie. He is the movie. He made the movie. (laughs) Uh, So I'm excited for that. It's a. I I don't really know what it's about either, but I'll just I want to watch it. Uh, and then Disney's Disney and Pixar's new movie Soul comes out on Christmas Day, yeah, which I'm hype about because uh, Pixar has been on a hot streak since Inside Out. Like they're killing it. Even Good Dinosaur was great. I don't accept slander against it. It's <laughs> fucking good. I don't like people it? didn't see it, and then Inside Out came out and was amazing. And everybody, rightfully so, was like, that movie was yeah. great. Respectfully, the Inside Out was great, but... But then everybody was like, well, what about the other movie they put out this year? And everybody was like, nah, it's not Inside Out. Yeah, because it's not Inside Out. It's, it's like, yeah, like, it was- it's the Lion King with a fucking dinosaur. Like, it's
0: so good. For some reason, when a production studio puts out two movies very close to each other, and one's... Like, not as good as like, the other. One's not as good. There's only a limited quantity
1: of love for either movie. Yeah. It's not
0: like you can be like, oh, this movie's fantastic and this movie's pretty good too. And like
1: too. Inside Out is immaculate. I love that movie. Good Dinosaurs, good. Coco, good. Coco's Coco made me fucking Toy cry. Story 4 was good. Like they're on a bit of a hot streak in terms of like good movies. So just- I'm hyped for this one. Also because like it's just going to be on Christmas. So after like gifts and shit, I can just come home and put it on, and cry.
0: Oh yeah, you're going to watch Soul, We're gonna, I'm going to come home, we should watch Soul and Wonder Woman. Exactly, that's the yeah. other one. Double feature. Fucking slow down! <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman 84, I'm, yeah, I'll watch it. When it, when the first trailer came out, it didn't, graphics wise, didn't look good. Didn't look good, the uh, stop motion everything? Didn't yeah, look good. It, it, not even that, I just, so. Not stop motion, sorry, animation.
1: This is going to, this. This got me in trouble in film school.
0: Oh. Wait, wait. I gotta hear now. What got you in trouble in film school? Wonder Woman's not good. The first movie? Yeah.
1: You just said the other day that it was good. Nah. I lied. I have it on record. I'm sure. (laughs) I take it back. Because now I'm thinking about it, and I'm remembering. It's not. It's It's two-thirds good. Unfortunately, two-thirds is a 66%. That's D-plus, man. That's an F in my school. Well, then that's fucking not yeah. good. That's what that F stands for. <laughs> fucking not good. Although, Gal Gadot kills it. Wonder Woman, she's great. Uh, the movie itself, Patty Jenkins is a fine director. She made a comic book movie and it was good. Decent. Fucking cut it out with the catching me on saying it's good. It's not good. But, decent with making the movie. The movie was made well. It looked good. The story was fine. The acting was good. Unfortunately, Fortunately, it, it ran into the DC movie problem that last third yeah where it's like that the conclusion. the conclusion matters so much. It didn't feel like the last fight with Ares didn't really feel like a it, fight it wasn't well made no it was a visual effects disaster. the story just it like didn't it didn't really it, it worked because you knew she was gonna fight Ares because like every part of the story was like we're going into this battle and it's like word. And then it happens, and it's like like, okay, okay. Ramis loop in his area is cool. Yeah, big twist. Uh, so I'm hesitant about Wonder Woman eighty four. I'm excited that they made one because a decent DC movie is a good DC movie. (laughs) (laughs) So like, hopefully, they made the second because historically with comic book movies, the second one's good. Really, Iron Man two. Fuck you. <laughs> You're gonna bring up Phase 1 MCU and act like it matters. Dark Knight. Okay. Dark okay. Knight, I will... Okay. Spider-Man Far From Home.
0: It Suck my good. dick. It was good. Spider-Man
1: 2. Okay. That. Okay. One, that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Superman 2. Hell
0: yeah. I'm pretty sure that one was good. It was remember.
1: good. It was when there was... Oh, it was good. It was good. Superman 2 was good. <laughs> Superman 2, it was General Zod. Like the old, old one? Yeah, the old, okay, old yeah, one. Yeah. The first one was when he flew around the world backwards to bring time back. <laughs> oh, yeah, but right. the second one was General Zod. Uh, <laughs> I'm
0: gonna fly backwards, go through time, except kill everybody. Blade
1: <laughs> 2. Blade 2 was great. Gamo del Toro made it. He, gr- he was good. Like That's a Blade. comic book? Blade 2, yeah. Ah. It was a Marvel
0: movie. Oh, Blade. For some reason I thought it was, you were saying Blade Runner.
1: No, Blade my brain, 2. My brain Blade screwed. Runner 2 is good too, but... Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm I'm hesitantly excited for Wonder Woman 84. I'm not as
0: excited for two reasons. One, the trailer was riddled with just special effects, and a lot of special effects, Yeah, and they didn't look good in the trailer. And the one special effect that did look good was the wings, and they really focused on the wings a lot. And I have a feeling it's going to be that one-third thing where the wings are going to show up, For the last three minutes of the movie, and that's it. It's the only thing. Also, the first trailer showed the whole movie. Plot and all.
1: Yeah. And I went, I just watched the movie. I'm good. That's a pet peeve of mine. So, I only saw the trailer once. I haven't gone back to rewatch it. So, I believe you.
0: And, uh, what's his name? Fucking Chris Pine's character. Who we thought died, and he was in the trailer. Yeah, he's in the movie. Yeah. But he's in the fucking trailer, and I'm like, at least hold it back, even if people are like, I know he's cast, at least for the people that don't know that he's cast, that think he's dead from the last movie. Dude. Bring him in.
1: Okay, here's my issue with that. What? If if they didn't have to do it with Lord of the Rings, why do they have to do it with Wonder Woman? Because no one wants to talk about this, because no one fucking remembers this. The trailer for The Two Towers, before it came out, when Fellowship of the Ring had just come out, everyone was like, Gandalf's so cool, he's dead. The first trailer for Two Towers showed Gandalf.
0: Like the Gandalf oh, the White? The Gandalf White.
1: the White. Alive.
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. That's annoying. <laughs> it's very annoying. It doesn't justify it. It is annoying. It's one of those things with trailers. Just. I mean, it's
0: one thing if it's like, oh, it might be a flashback, which would be cool, but that's not, not a flashback. He's in the movie. Gandalf the White
1: is Gandalf the White. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm hesitant. I'm going to watch it just to see. Yeah, of course. The first user trailers make me just happy. What? I can't... I'm I'm looking at the IMDB page, and I can't can't tell if the people that have seen it so far are just hating it to hate it. Yeah, it's hard to tell with DC I hate it, yeah. I hate how hard it is to tell nowadays when people are like...
0: With DC and Marvel, it's hard because with Marvel, everybody loves Marvel, and with DC, everybody loves to hate DC. Well, yeah, because... They love to hate DC.
1: Yeah, well, because, you know... Name a DC movie that you go back to watch all the time that isn't a Dark Knight trilogy. Give me a second. Exactly. Give me a second. Exactly. Ready? Ready? Yeah, Here's yeah, the yeah. thing. Ready? What's your favorite Marvel movie?
0: Probably Thor Ragnarok. Cool.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cool. You see how you had a fucking answer? Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> also, they've only had like... What? like
1: Patty Jenkins and
0: Zack Snyder direct those movies. Uh, James Wan made Aquaman. Oh my god, Let, hold on. Let's fucking talk about Aquaman was a train wreck. Aquaman was bad. To the point where I have a funny story about seeing Aquaman. I never saw it. I went to see it in the theaters. It's a terrible movie. With my girlfriend and her family. That sucks. And we went, and the movie was so bad it made me physically angry. I was mad because there, there's a part in that movie where in the beginning and at the end, there's the dock in front of the lighthouse... Okay. And it's obviously all CGI. Yes. They have the budget to just go somewhere and shoot on a fucking dock. Just go somewhere and shoot on a fucking dock. It and it was bad CGI. I'm like, just go somewhere. And that that alone made me mad. And then the movie was just bad. Uh, the only good thing about it about it was Black Mantis, who was visually amazing.
1: But everything else horrible. I was in the car steaming, and my girlfriend. It's really- a terrible movie. I've never seen it. Yeah. I never want to watch that. I know. <laughs> you don't have to. I'm just saying, There's. it was so...
0: For DC, it was embarrassing. Yeah. It's like the moment where they tried to Photoshop Henry Cavill's... Like, oh, that was... All. I was saw bad. that. I it, saw Justice League. It was that bad. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I'm so mad. Uh, uh, and then, I got the car with my girlfriend and her family. It's not just like her dad who I'm close to and like a bunch of her family. It was her extended family from Florida who didn't know me that well. And everybody just went oh man, that movie was great. Don't and you they, ever fucking hate they that? They were talking about it like it was amazing. And I was just so... I was like red. And Bob got quiet and Bob was like, what do you think of it, Kyle? And I'm like, and usually I'm really good at just be like, going with the crowd, going with the flow and just being like, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. But I was so mad, I exploded. And I went... That movie was one of the worst things I've ever seen, and I went on a rant for five minutes just being like, the doc scene, why the fuck the doc scene? It didn't make sense. There was one line where it was like, should I pee on it? Ha ha ha, Jace is hot. That's the whole fucking, I just went off, and then they got quiet, and her dad went, well Kyle, okay, tell us how you really feel. And I was like, oh my god, I just made a fucking ass of myself. It's a shitty movie. Oh, uh, I was so mad. I cannot believe how mad I was I had, that I had the same
1: thing happen with the new movie, The Prom. Have you seen it yet? No. Don't fucking watch it. Oh, wait. No, I saw the trailer. I haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, but here's why I don't need to watch it. Because I, I, I'm a firm believer in trusting critics and other people's opinions. Especially when they're paid to have those opinions. If every movie critic that I trust mm-hmm. is saying... Don't, Don't watch this movie. This is a bad movie. I I saw the trailer and I went, like, who is this for? Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to watch this movie. Allie watched it with her mom. Oh, did Allie not like it? Allie thinks it's a bad movie. Her mom liked the movie. My aunt and uncle watched the movie. Oh. They liked the movie. So? My <laughs> mom watches the movie. She likes the movie. I read an article on like some website. I can't remember it and I can't remember what the headline was word for word, but it was along the lines of, Netflix's movie, The Prom, is the LGBT ally that no one fucking needed and young people didn't ask for. And this entire article rips into this movie because it's all about, you know, some prom. I don't know what it's fucking about. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen it. I don't fucking care. I don't want to watch it. But it rips into this movie for being like an ally type movie of like, we're here for that community, but not made for young people like, it romanticizes it so old people can be like, wow, yeah. Yeah, I was very confused about the premise. Like, like the community, the gay community, let's go. And so when my aunt told me she saw it, I was like, it's a terrible movie. She was like, no, it's really good. And I was like, it's not. It's... And I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm pretty wa- sure it's not. I was like, I'm not gonna watch it to tell you it's not because I don't wanna have to fucking watch it and rinse my mouth out afterwards. Because <laughs> it sounds like I'm gonna have to fucking do that. It makes
0: me, it's a hard life to live. No, it's not. But it's, frustrating when you've studied film for a long time, and there's that stigma of people that study film are snobs and really annoying about it. Dude, my favorite So movie I try going... not to be that way. So when people are like, this is a good movie, I don't want to be like, it's a bad movie and here's all the reasons why. Oh, see, I I'm the opposite. don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm the
1: opposite when it comes to actually bad movies.
0: Yeah, actually bad, but when it's just like, oh, I really like, like that. My whole family is like, I like that. I don't want to be the one person in the room to be like... Here's why your feelings are invalid. Oh, shut them down.
1: I will gladly stand up. I'll will be that hero. Do it. I'll do it. That's why I keep you around. I had to do. I actually had to do that when I was visiting Allie, because for some, I did it to myself. I was about to say for some fucking reason, someone in the chat, one of the, not one of the guys, me. I did this. <laughs> I sent a message at the beginning of the day of a list of the star. It was the Star Wars movies ranked. Oh, the. Oh, the movie's ranked. Yeah, somebody tweeted, like, their take, and I edited it, and I cropped it, so you couldn't see the tweet, it was just the list. And the list is, Empire Strikes Back in first, Okay. F- so the rest, it's from first to last in this order.
0: Yeah. Empire Strikes
1: Back, Yeah. Last Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, Whoa. Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope. Mandalorian, Clone Wars, Attack of the Clones, Rise of Skywalker, Rebels, Solo, Phantom Menace, Rogue One. Don't say anything. I sent this list thinking, let's stir the pot. Because if nobody knows this... That's a controversial list. If (laughs) nobody knows this, to really piss people off, just say what your favorite Star Wars movie is. And you will learn who in the room fucking likes Star Wars. And who, at the same time... Like I said in the first episode of this podcast... Hate Star Wars all the same. Yeah, because if it's not Empire Strikes Back or A New Hope, chances are you're going to piss somebody off. If you go, my favorite Star Wars movie is insert one that isn't those two, somebody's going to get mad. No one, fucking no one, for 12 hours says anything. I think the most that was said was my buddy Travis said, people get in fistfights for stuff like that. <laughs> and I went, yeah, I'm pretty sure people have died for less. And then nothing. And I didn't realize that under the surface, people were, like, getting ready to explode in this chat. You're just
0: writhing and Because we have,
1: like, ten chats, and none of them were active all day. No one was sending anything. So I was like, wow, pretty slow day. <laughs> I thought this would do something. Yeah. Nothing happened. And then at, like, 5.30, people started giving their input. Somebody went... I agree with that list actually for the most part, except Last Jedi should be last. And I'm like, huh? I disagree. Yeah, you're a hot take. No, it's not a hot take. It's the it was it it's it's got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes and it made over a billion fucking dollars. Numbers don't lie.
0: Well, hot take in the Star Wars fan community.
1: Yeah, people don't like it. Yeah, Last Jedi's is good, but people are starting to be like, you know, I'd move this here, and I'm like, good. It's working. And then one person, I don't remember who it fucking was, but one of my buddies was like, "Dude, it goes original trilogy, prequels, sequels," and I, oh, I, With the clump? L- literally, I read it, and I, out loud, I went, "Hold up!" <laughs> Allie and her mom are sitting around me, and they both go, "What?" And I went, "I can't explain it." I go, you think the prequels are better than the sequels? My buddy goes, yes, because they are. I go, no, they're fucking not. Because I've realized something. People nowadays like to say the prequels are good movies.
0: Yeah, it went from they're okay to they're horrible to they're good.
1: So I, I was like, they're not good. And everybody, at this point, everybody was giving their input. Like, it finally happened. The chat blew up. Yeah. I was very happy. Somebody said, prequels better than sequels. The record scratched. I went, huh? And became fucking furious. I was so mad. I like zeroed in. Ali and I are watching a movie. I don't even remember what fucking movie we were watching. Couldn't tell you. We had a dinner date. We were late. (laughs) Like my focus zeroed in. And I went, they're not good movies. And he went, as a trilogy, they're better. And I went, they're not good movies, though. And he went, well, yeah, as individual movies, they're not. But as an overall trilogy, I went, okay, permission to go off. Because this chat, we call it film aficionados. No one else in the chat has a degree in fucking film. (laughs) So every now and then, I got to pop off. And I do. Uh, so I've sent a message basically being like, okay, sure, as an overall trilogy, yeah, the story is there. It's the story of Anakin turning into Darth Vader, sure. As individual movies, besides the third one, they're trash. Yeah. They're trash. The best part of Phantom Menace is the fucking finale and not the whole thing. No one talks about the war on Naboo. Everybody likes Darth Maul and his fucking swords. No one gives a shit about the rest of the fucking movie. Yeah, no, it's a two and a half hour movie. Everything before the fights is
0: people being like, "Shut the fuck up, Jar Jar Binks," and Liam. And politics. Liam Neeson is keeping me here. And
1: Metechorians and and a young Jesus. Well, that's the whole. That's the whole prequels. Yes, politics. The second movie is terrible. I like the
0: arena fight. That's it. Everybody likes the arena fight. Because also if you look really close, Darth Maul's like in the background. Yeah. It's really cool.
1: Uh second movie's terrible. Story? I couldn't fucking tell you what it is. And that's not a joke. Well, I, I remember wait, hold on.
0: I know that the story of that is basically just Anakin and Padme being like, "I really like you." And then the horrible but they shot.
1: That horrible shot of the pair. Being... That's right. And they can't be in love because it goes against the Jedi code and Obi-Wan goes and discovers the clones and then does fucking nothing about it. And then... (laughs) Yeah, he's like, uh, a dead
0: Jedi ordered these clones a long time ago and they're being shipped out without approval.
1: That's fine. And then there's the arena fight. I don't even remember why it fucking happens. And then Count Dooku's there. He's a big bad guy. I don't know why he's there. And then I remember the last Jedi fight, which in my head looking back on it now is hilarious because they just did an amazing fucking good versus evil fight in the first quote unquote quote unquote episode yeah. one and then in episode two they're like okay big lightsaber finale nah let's just wave some light ho- swords above our heads in the dark and light up our face it's fucking terrible yeah it's bad so I rip into it and then I, I I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm typing this in my notes because I don't want people to interrupt my messages because I'm like I'm gonna drop so much fucking knowledge so then I'm like the sequel trilogy as a trilogy yeah, it's not as good. I'll openly admit that. Because the overarching story of the sequel trilogy doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because JJ Abrams got the first one and they were like do what you want, and he was like I'm going to do my mystery box thing because he does that with most of his movies. He's like I'm going to ask I'm going to I'm going to pose a lot of questions and we'll get them in the sequel. But then Disney was like cool. Uh thanks, Ryan Johnson, take it away, and he was like I'm going to make a super focused story that asks questions about the force and is cool and it's fucking good. And I won't take slander against it. Last Jedi's good. You're so defensive of Last Jedi. It's so good because people don't like it and I don't fucking understand why it's good. But But
0: because there wasn't as much action in it. Yeah. Like there was and wasn't at the same time. There was a lot about like relationship
1: issues on the ship. And so then fan outrage from The Last Jedi, Disney went, all right, we got another director for the third one. And then he just dropped out. And Disney was like, cool, cool, JJ. JJ! And then J.J. Abrams was like, Palpatine's back, that was my big reveal, hell yeah. But he didn't have the second movie to set that up, so it just doesn't fucking land at all. It would actually be really great
0: if Disney was like, hey, we know The Last Jedi is really great, awesome.
1: J.J., do you want to fill in your game? Yeah, do you want to make another movie? That would have made more sense. Probably would have made a better trilogy. Yeah. But instead it didn't, it just doesn't land, like the finale of the saga doesn't land at all. So that overall trilogy of the sequel trilogy doesn't make sense. The acting, better. The writing, better. The visuals, better. The reliance on computer effects, not there because they use practical <laughs> half the time. Yeah. Like, it's just better made. I don't give a fuck what you say, the people listening to this. I don't care what you say. You're wrong. The prequels, not good movies. You can like the characters. Obi-Wan's really cool. Anakin, No. Yoda, I hate it. And here's also why. This is, I also mentioned this. I'm, I'm, I'm mad again. I'm going off. Um, I pointed out because my buddies were like, they're just better. They didn't ruin the characters. And I was like, yes, they fucking did. The prequel trilogy ruined characters. This original trilogy, they were like, wow, I wonder what the backstory of that really wise old Yoda character is. And then the, George Lucas in the prequel trilogy was like, he does parkour. <laughs> he jumps around a lot. He dude. jumps around a lot. He does parkour. He's the wisest thing in the world, in the universe. He's the wisest character. And you know what he doesn't see himself doing pushing Anakin to the fucking dark side. What moron! <laughs> Second thing they did, R two. <laughs> I'm not done. R two D two. Whole original trilogy. I think the dude has two gadgets, and one of them's turning the knobs. Sequel, not sequel trilogy. Prequel trilogy. The dude. Fucking flies. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. R2D2 uses a bunch of shit in the movies that take place before the original trilogy that he never uses again. And not just in the original. He doesn't even use them in the sequel trilogy. He never uses them again. I don't care
0: what people say. That's fucking stupid. Also, in the third movie, thinking about his jets, he, like, covers two droids in oil and burns them. And lights it on fire. These droids are made of metal. They can handle heat. Yes. They're fine. Why did R2 take him out? How did R2 take him out? Also, I just want to talk about the third for five seconds. Because prequels suck. third movie holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, it's... Because it's, it's... I like it. It's also, the best made one. But something pissed me off the other day. Because I learned something. Apparently, you know that first fight? You know pretty much the best part of the movie? Which is the opening scene of the movie. Yeah. Of them fighting. And that was supposed to be an hour long. That was supposed to be an hour fight. And I was like, why the fuck wasn't it? That's the best part of the movie. Besides Obi-Wan and Anakin fighting, if they had better effects, it would have been better.
1: Yeah, and then, (laughs) so because this happened to me when I sent this all to my buddy, my buddies, we were all mad. Like, we were popping off. I've never been so passionate about Star Wars in my life. Ever. I'm not a Star Wars freak. I could give a fuck. Clearly, I could give a fuck. Yeah. I'm so mad right now. It's a now. big
0: part of our culture. <laughs> My buddy
1: sends a screenshot. His girlfriend had sent him a message of a, a blurb of trivia about Revenge of the Sith. And it said that Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight is the longest on-screen sword fight between two people in cinematic history. I don't want people coming at me with that fact. That's a fucking lie. It's a 15-minute fight, intercut, with Yoda jumping around the room and Palpatine shooting lightning at him. And then, at one point, they go to force push each other. And just hold each other. And they just... And then explode yeah. into nothing. Like...
0: They just kind of fault in our
1: stars. Like, don't tell hands. me <laughs> it's a fucking sword fight. First of all, it's not the longest sword fight because it's not between two people. It's intercut. Also, Would, yeah, they also stop and just talk for a while. Yeah. So, it just... It was bullshit. That was what I did this weekend. That's what I fucking did. I got so mad about Star Wars. <laughs> I'm mad now.
0: Anyway, that's the new movies Jake's excited for. It <laughs> derailed so hard. It, yeah, fuck you, Wonder Woman. We took Woman. a left turn to Wonder Woman and then took another right at Aquaman and somehow got to Star Wars. I
1: don't remember how we got on Star Wars. I don't Wars.
0: remember either. Uh,
1: but Oh no, it was because I was saying how mad I was at Aquaman. That's right, and I was mad about Star Wars the other night. It yeah. pissed Allie off so much that we ended up going to dinner and the argument was still happening in the group chat though. And, like, I love my girlfriend. She's amazing. I'll take her out to nice dinners all the time. I love going out somewhere nice to eat. It's just fun. It's a nice date. She had to take my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she looked at me and she went, I'm annoyed now. And I just handed her my phone. I was like, take the phone. And she was like, I shouldn't have to. And I was like, take the phone or shut up.
0: The horrifying thing is that you're not, like, a big Star Wars fan... And just that alone... Makes because like, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. I don't want to be around a big Star Wars fan when they're mad about Star Wars because it's a... Right then, that was a 20-minute rant. That was a, that took up a third of the episode. Because he and was, a real Star Wars fan would just probably go on for two hours and go, hold on. See, the thing about you going
1: oh yeah, I don't care. Kyle, this <laughs> was a four-hour argument. <laughs> Are you still going? No, it ended. Okay. Uh, but when it we thought it had ended, I can't, I'm not going to get back into it. I can't. I'll talk about it some other day. It's a legendary rant. <laughs> but we were at dinner, and she literally was like, I'm so annoyed. I gotta talk about it. So we fucking finished arguing about it, right? We all were like, cool, we're good. We all literally were like, I still love you guys. You're my frots. Yeah. Which means frotters, which is fraternity. Whatever. It's stupid, it's stupid, it's stupid. We all were like, yeah, no, nah, I've never been to see you either, whatever. My buddy Bev pops in and goes, so I'm assuming since you like the fucking sequel trilogy, you must like Kathleen Kennedy, huh? Who the fuck is Kathleen? She Kennedy? was one of the producers. I don't I don't know how to understand where... I, I don't know how to explain where his logic came from. Kathleen Kennedy,
0: president... Oh,
1: it's the president of Lucasfilm. Yeah. Uh, Here's what it was. Here's what he said. Here's what he said. So I went back and I found it. I'm so heated rereading these messages. So I went back and I found it. For reference, about 20 minutes had gone by without a message. So we had all said, you know, we're good. No harm, no foul. You like what you like. I'm going to like what I like. Your opinion's still wrong, but I'm going to like what I like. And out of fucking nowhere, he just goes, are y'all upset about Kathleen Kennedy getting pushed out of being in charge of Star Wars and the power shifting to Favreau and Filoni with, with Mandalorian? And me and my buddy Matt had been in the same boat the whole time. Like, we, we weren't defending each other, but we were basically being like, my man, spitting. Like, nailing it. Both of us. We were like, fuck yeah, we're killing it. We were texting each other. Being like, we're surrounded by morons. <laughs> this is ridiculous. We have the smartest people in the room. My friend Matt goes, No, because she's still in charge. Yeah. And I went, No, with a question mark, like, What the fuck are you talking about? And then he goes, One of my buddies went, You know, well, no, she's not. They gave Favreau and Filoni free reign on Mandalorian. And I sent a message being like, Do y'all know what a producer does? Because no, they fucking didn't. Yeah. Like the president of the company and main producer of your show definitely said, hey, write the story you want. But there's no way that she went, I'm going to fund it and let you make it without looking at it. Yeah. If you think for a second that that's what happens, that's not what fucking happened. She's the producer. That had to get okayed by her. You make a pie, producers are going to have their fingers in, in your the pie. pie, and they're going to taste it and tell you if it's good, especially if it's Star Wars.
0: Yeah, and if it is good, they might taste it and go, it's bad, and then you have to convince them it's
1: good. It's good which it's frustrating. is frustrating. And I love The Mandalorian. I think it's good. Yeah. Uh, I finally finished season two. It was great. But for somebody to sit there and be like, you're just mad that they're letting the directors make what they want. No, I'm not. They let the directors do what they wanted for the sequel trilogy. You are taking a novel
0: and pigeonholing it into a statement. That's, it, he, they took your rant, which is novel, and pigeonholed yeah. it into, you're mad about this. No, I'm not. No. Oh, I'm mad about all the stuff. So look over there. I'm <laughs> mad about all the stuff that I said up there. Down here, not mad about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it just, and I was at dinner again, and that's when he said it, which is why Allie was just like, I was sitting there getting mad, and she was like, I'm annoyed now. But yeah, so also what I wanted to talk That's what about. he's excited about for movies. I love the oh it's i am a- excited for all those movies though. i'm excited for wonder woman 84 i'm excited for soul i'm really excited for soul i'm excited for the new george clooney movie i bought tenet that's a new release it was really great yeah, i'm go happy watch i tenet. bought it i'm not happy about prom i don't want to watch it
0: did we cover all the movies I think. We did. yeah that's all i had jake's making a cool series He's so writing
1: so kyle's out here right his babies are the gaming videos yes sir and this podcast Basically.
0: And eventually, if you guys think it's a good idea, D&D tabletop gaming series. But we'll see if that comes. So basically,
1: Kyle's got triplets. I got a lot of things on the board. And I'm out here with personality for days. (laughs) Uh, uh, What was the joke I made? We're Wham, but I'm George Michael and you're Ridgely. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which, if anybody listening gets that joke, awesome. If people don't, it's a really mean joke. Because Kyle's not Ridgely. He's not as good looking. Um, <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's a bad joke because you're doing a lot for this. But I had this idea of basically, so, you know, we both went into film. We both went into film and now we're here. And now, yeah, we both went into film. COVID hit. It's really hard to get a job in a production studio right now. Like, yeah. it's really hard.
0: I keep telling because my family, he's being like, oh man, what are you doing now? And it's about, it's Christmas time. And that's the time of year when your whole family's like, so what are you doing? And it's the exact time of year when our thing hasn't taken off, but it's at the point where I'm
1: horrified to be like, hey, I'm making a YouTube channel. Oh no, I'm I own it. Like I straight up told my cousins, I was like, yo, I'm making YouTube videos with my buddy. And they flat out were like, Yo, send the link. Like they loved it. Yeah, uh, I have brothers and sisters
0: that have like successful businesses and they have big houses with a family and kids and I'm like
1: twenty two. Yeah, and you—that's all I got. And, yeah, me. well, it's not our fault that we got dealt a shit hand right now. We did. Don't be worried about that. That's not your fucking fault. Like, that's that's a stupid worry. Uh, that's stupid, <laughs> You fucking, <laughs> fucking Ridgely fuck. uh, Stop calling me Ridgely. But so, it's hard getting a job in a production studio right now. And doing this podcast is really fun. But I'm not using um. How can I put it? Uh, your degree. Yeah, fucking it all. <laughs> you don't even have it here. Yeah, your mom has it. Yeah, thanks for the reminder. I forgot. Maybe that's one of my Christmas gifts this is my fucking degree bag. In a frame? Maybe. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so... For reference, Jake has degree up on our fridge in a,
1: on a for magnet. two nights. And it I, got a coffee so stain on it at one point. No, it got a beer stain. Yeah. Uh, so I got my degree in the mail and my mom wanted to see it. So I brought it to her house to show her. And I was like, this is going to be a nice proud mom moment. It'll be a nice moment between the two of us. Fucking wasn't. I showed it to her she was like, cool. Which I was like, cool? Cool. I have a debilitating drinking problem because of this thing. <laughs> I'm in debt.
0: I watched a lot of movies for
1: a lot of money. I've, and watched I so many, I've watched so many movies that I try to talk about that you don't give a fuck about. Cool? Nah. That's not cool. That's awesome. Like... <laughs> And she was like, well, let's get a frame for it. That was the like college experience. Like, she was like, let's get a frame for it. I was like, okay, let's get a frame for it. I think I had dinner with her. And then I went to leave and I picked it up and she was like, where are you going? And I was like, home? And she was like, don't bring that with you. Keep in mind. My degree. <laughs> your money. This your is my degree. Uh she's like, no, no, you need a frame. I'm like, okay, then buy me a frame. I'm taking it with me. And I didn't let her get another word, and I was like, it's it's mine, I'm taking it. Brought it home. Stuck it to the fridge with a magnet. Which was amazing. Got changed into a onesie with my alumni t-shirt on. Shoved it. I put a belt on. I shoved it into the belt at my waist. Grabbed a beer. I think Raquel... I took the video. You took the video. Yeah. Of me shotgunning a beer with the degree. And then I, I did a quick shotgun. Threw the beer into the sink. Walked over to the fridge. Put it back on the fridge. Gave the thumbs up. I did it. I graduated college. Uh, <laughs> this is the way I was a person now. Uh, Thanks, college. Took that video. Put it on Instagram. Went to bed. Woke up in the morning. My mom wanted the degree back. Like, <laughs> and at that point, I went, yeah, okay. Like, like I did what I needed to do. Fair. You can it. <laughs> Uh I had completely forgotten about that. But that was the only time I've used my degree. For a shotgun video. For anything. But after we did the Malik thing, I was like, oh, I've got an idea. So, I know you don't watch him, but Nerdwriter is one of my favorite
0: watched I still gotta watch the Prisoner of Azkaban video. But, His uh,
1: videos are amazing.
0: Yeah, you told me Nerdwriter and... Jeremy Johns. Jeremy Johns, you wanna mix up? that. Love Jeremy Johns, yeah. yeah mix that style. I,
1: so, two things I wanna do. I wanna do movie reviews. Yeah. And so, like, Chris Stickman, Stapleton, Stuckerman... Stuckerman. 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 Yeah. Stuckerman. Chris Stuckerman. Uh, and Jeremy Johns are the two that I watch. I'm
0: just thinking in my head I'm like nope nope there it is. There I didn't it know is. the name but I know it's not those. Chris Stuckman Stuckman
1: with yeah. two ends. He's really great and Jeremy Johns is I think amazing. His YouTube movie reviews are awesome. They're great and they're very basic. It's him just, ta- talking. just talking. Yeah he's got a red screen like behind him. He's got him, a green talking. screen behind him that yeah. he superimposes and that's it. It's great. So I'd like to do movie reviews in their style of just like Camera, me. I like the movie. This is what I like about it. Two out of three stars. Yeah. Like Cut in some clips. Yeah, some t- what I liked about Visuals. it, what I don't like about it. Yeah. The second thing I wanted to do is much more in the vein of nerd writer, Which is, after we watched the Malik thing, I was like, what if I made a series of videos about auteur filmmakers? If people don't know what that means, it means really, 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 really good filmmakers. I'll go into it. When I have to define Otor, when I make the videos, we'll do we'll do a uh, like a trailer video
0: for the series. We yeah, can do that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> here's just like here's the direction I'm gonna be talking about, and just roll like credits. Just fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 There's so many. So I was thinking about it, and I was like, what? Are, who are my favorites? Malik, duh. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, and I remember. So that is a hot name in the Otor thing because people are like, yeah, he is. And then you look into Otor theory, and he's like, maybe he's not. I think he fucking is. To prove that he was. I took a class on the auteur theory in college, and when my professor at the time, her only example was Wes Anderson of modern day Arturs? filmmakers. Yeah. Only example was Wes Anderson. For those that can't see it, Kyle's making a face. I'm making a, a confused face. Because it doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. She asked us if we had any other examples. I raised my hand and went, Chris Nolan. And I will never forget what she did, because I held a vendetta against her for the rest of the semester. What do you think she did?
0: Shut you down. She said. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. Right out the gate. Her instinct, she laughed. Oh, she laughed. She literally laughed at me. I then wrote my final paper for this class, a 50 page research paper on Christopher Nolan as an auteur. And you know what she gave me? What? A B Give you a B plus on a 50 page research paper about Christopher Nolan. Being an auteur. And her only note at the bottom that she hand wrote was you've changed my opinion. So I'm going to talk about... So Christy. give me an A! You fucking think! Uh...
0: I changed... You changed your professor. Um, don't pr- get me going. I've prof- held
1: this... I've held that in for years. A, don't I, I
0: want to be on your side here for a second because it makes... That makes me mad that your professional professor who has been doing this for years who has to... I'm pretty sure has to have a master's degree she sucked. in this field. She had a doctorate. Doctor. She's a doctorate. And you changed this woman's mind with a 50-page research paper a B B+. Stands for
1: extra bullshit, is what that is. Be plus to a bitch change my grade. I'm sorry, that makes People were excited about this paper, though. Like, in my class, all my friends in this class, like, wanted to read the paper. Because it wasn't a secret. Like, she was like, you can choose one of these topics. You can write about these directors and pick a topic about them. And I raised my hand. And in, in the whole classroom, I just went, can I write my paper on Christopher Nolan as an auteur? And she just sighed and went, I guess... And everyone immediately was like, I want to fucking read that. <laughs> like, like this kid has held on to that for months. I want to hear what he has to say. I crushed it.
0: But yeah, Christopher Nolan and his tour series.
1: Yeah, Christopher Nolan, uh, Richard Linklater, who I find interesting. I'm excited to have to watch all his movies. Wes Anderson, Paul Thomas Anderson, David Fincher, David Lynch. I'm not fucking excited for David Lynch. Yeah, Like I'm I am not tell. At all, I don't like David Lynch. I, un- I, I understand that I don't understand David yeah. Lynch. I'm not one of those people... You don't where,
0: understand Eraserhead? No?
1: I don't understand any of his films. <laughs> like, I'm not one of those people either where it's like, I don't understand it, but that was great. If I don't understand it, I don't want to watch it again.
0: Yeah, and, and it's actually... I think it's actually really cool that you're like, here are a bunch of guys that I like, but also I have to acknowledge the guys that I don't like. Yeah,
1: I don't like his movies. He is amazing as a filmmaker. Yeah. He, he, he is completely true to his vision. It's amazing. I don't fucking like his vision. I own like two of his movies. I don't watch them. I've <laughs> never seen one of them. It's just for the fact of, hey, They're him. I'm a like, film major. Look, yeah, hey, David like, like, it's the It's the arrogance and the pretentious just like, yeah, I own David Lynch's movies. You don't own David Lynch's movies? Spike Lee, I'm not excited for that just because it's like a 30 film filmography. <laughs> Yeah. Like, that's a you, big
0: one. You thought about showing me that instead of the Terrence Malick film, yeah. Film Fest. And that would have been,
1: like, a six-day romp. Yeah. Uh, Gaspar No, who is known for being a provocateur with his films. Like, he is so... His movies are so good from a filmmaking perspective. They're so hard to recommend from an entertainment perspective. Because they're so disturbing. Well, that's just also the
0: issue with getting into this field. Yeah. Is, is that you find films that, from a mechanical standpoint, you're like, wow, those are great for these logical, technical reasons. But in an entertaining standpoint, we've moved beyond Detour and some shit like that back in the 50s where that would bring people in because it's a good movie all around mechanically and story-wise. Now we've gotten to... The abstract.
1: But then Andrei Tarkovsky, who's a Russian director who I fucking love. Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, who people now know as the guy that made The Revenant. And Birdman. I still haven't seen Birdman. I gotta watch Birdman. Oh, Birdman's good. Uh, it's not Best Picture good, but it's good. My <laughs> uh, thoughts so. on Just looking at it, I'm like, hmm. Alfonso Cuaron, because he's God. Guillermo del Toro. Fucking, oh, daddy. Daddy.
0: Guillermo del Toro's ooh
1: dead man. Hmm. Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro is the human teddy bear. He just looks huggable, and he's got a horrifying mind, but he seems so sweet. Yeah, I know. Like, he he seems pe- so ha- like him in interviews when he talks about his movies is fucking adorable.
0: He yeah, I saw him on stage. He's funny. He's a funny. Guy. He's funny
1: and he's cute because he's just so excited. He's like yeah, like. Uh, and also,
0: he is so huggable, and I was like, okay, this guy doesn't seem too scary, and I saw a couple of his movies, which I'm like, oh, that's not too bad. And then I saw the video game he worked on, which is PT, which isn't available for download anywhere anymore, Yeah, yeah. which was a horrifying horror game. Yeah. It was a great, fantastic little horror game. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I respect this man for the rest of my
1: life. Oh, Guillermo del is one of my favorite directors. Lars von Trier, not excited about that. I don't like Lars von Trier at all. He is a misogynist. Oh. He's a bad guy. It's one of those things where you can't separate the art from the No, I think he's a terrible guy. Yeah. Uh, He once said that he sympathizes with Hitler. He's a bad guy. He's not a great guy. That's a pretty much, like, red stamp bad guy. Yeah, here's the problem. His movies... Are they good? One movie is called Melancholia. It is the greatest movie I've ever seen about depression. Shit. It's so good. Antichrist is so haunting... Breaking the Waves is so good. Like, he makes such good movies, but at the same time, he's so monstrous that I'm not excited to watch that. They're also all depressing. Like, none of his movies are like, fucking, let's go. Uh, they're all depressing. They're all
0: kind of... Is it in the guise of uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No,
1: that looks like a fucking party. Really? After his movie. His, wow. movie. his movies are depressing, and they leave you depressed. Cool, I'm excited to watch them. And then Nicholas Winding Refn, guy that made Drive... That's a name. I'm excited about that one just because visually his movies are always like fucking, they look great. And then, my only issue is there's not a lot of women, so I wanted to do Ava DuVernay, and... Yeah, there aren't a lot of women directors,
0: huh? In general? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I wanted to do, um... God, I sound like such a... No, it's a really shitty realization.
0: I sound like such an asshole because I'm just like living in Wonder World being a dude, and I didn't even... Like, I'd considered it in the past, yeah. But it hadn't crossed my mind like, for a while. Yeah, it's a big issue. I
1: wanted to do Catherine Bigelow really bad. But due to what the auteur theory is, she doesn't fall into the category of no auteur. Uh-oh. There's a reasoning for it. And I want to go into it when I can. Give me like a
0: thought, like a sentence. Explanation. She hasn't
1: done enough different things. Okay. It's not to say she's not good. She is literally the only female director to win Best Director.
0: Well, in your in your series of talking about art tours, you you can talk about people yeah. that aren't art tours but yeah. are up and coming, which too. is
1: yes. So that's the last video I want to make in the series, no matter what. Touch on up and coming auteurs, in my opinion, like Greta Gerwig and Jordan Peele.
0: That sounds like a series where when you get to the end of the list of our tours, you make that video and then take a break for X amount of like months or years and then come back to it with the new Yeah, tours.
1: like Ryan Coogler, the guy that made Black Panther and Creed and Fruitvale Station. Oh man, Fruitvale Station broke my heart. Those are the three movies he's made. He's killing it. Jordan Peele, Get Out and Us, he's killing it. Robert Eggers, The Witch in the Lighthouse, he's killing it. Brothers. That's your fucking cousin. No, but also just from a filmmaking <laughs> standpoint, he is actually yeah. making great movies. I didn't want to like either of them. Because he's bad. your cousin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that and also just, you know, my whole family's like, it's gonna be good and I'm just like, Well, what if it's not? Like, and then it turns out that they, the movies are great. Like, he makes great movies. I'm excited to see what his next one is. Are you competitive? You very. Do you feel like you now We're not have getting a- into this on a podcast? <laughs> uh the Safety Brothers. Uh, I'm probably going to talk about Kubrick. I'm probably going to talk about Scorsese. I'm probably going to talk about Spielberg. Are you going to talk about...
0: Is Tarantino in our tour?
1: Yeah. Are you going to talk I about guess, Tarantino? Probably. Are you going to mention... Make
0: it, like, unreasonably short. <laughs>
1: for, I was going to say, for those ones, I'll probably lump them into something just to have one video about, like, yeah, them. Like, they're the godfathers of it. You know them. You love them. Yeah. Like, Tarantino. Duh. Yeah, and I'm excited about this. I've been typing up an outline. It's a lot, but I'm excited about it just because it gives me something to do.
0: Yeah. there's not a title for it yet, but look forward to uh, this art tour series coming. Uh, if you love film, or if
1: you don't, yeah, like or my if you don't. actual hope is to make something and put it out there and have somebody that doesn't really love movies watch it and be like, I'll check that out.
0: Yeah, if you are looking to get into something new or different, or you're just like, I don't have a movie to watch. Like, Jake has introduced me to a
1: ton of movies already. Like, spe- so my goal with this video series specifically is with, like, the directors that people know they like. Like, Nolan. Yeah. Like, everybody loves The Dark Knight. Yes. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen Memento? No. You went to film school. You haven't seen Memento?
0: Here's the thing. Here's something I'm going to tell you, and I think you'll get why I haven't seen a lot of films. Because not a lot of people know this. I'm like, I'm f- I've Oh, you a
1: changed majors.
0: I changed majors... With a year and a half left.
1: Oh, okay. So you missed all the like, I missed
0: three and you a half missed years. The, like
1: analysis classes.
0: I learned how to learn and fucking gotcha. fly by the seat of my pants a lot throughout college. I had a very different experience in college. But yeah, I but, love film and I'm so, learning about it now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so with Nolan, everybody loves like Inception, everybody loves Interstellar and not everybody loves Interstellar. But people like him. It's a great. Movie. Everybody likes everything he made after The Dark Knight, basically. Like, people love the Batman movies, but, like, people haven't seen The Prestige. Have I seen The Prestige? Exactly. People haven't seen Memento. People didn't see Insomnia, which is his worst movie, and it's still a really good movie. And it's not that it's a bad movie, it's just he has so much more exciting shit. And so, like, the goal is not to necessarily make people go like, "Oh, The Dark Knight was my favorite Nolan movie, but now I really like his debut movie, Following." Like, I hope you like Following. It's not a better movie than The Dark Knight, but it's good. You should see it. It's really good. And same with like Wes Anderson where it's like, "Oh, I love Fantastic Mr. Fox." It's like, "Cool, you should watch Royal Tenenbaums." You should it's watch Amazing. You should watch Life Aquatic. I love Life Aquatic. Yeah, Life Aquatic is great. But like that's what I mean. Like It's not necessarily to be like, oh, these movies are all great. It's just like if you like the movies and you watch it and you haven't seen one of those director's movies, you should probably check it out because you'll probably fucking like it. If you've never seen those director's movies, first of all, you're living under a fucking rock. It's Christopher fucking Nolan. Everybody who is interested (laughs) in film, even popular film, is just like a whisper of Christopher Nolan. Yeah. But like the goal for me for that specifically is to make these videos and have people watch them and be like, oh, I'll check that out. Not necessarily just be like, the film nerds watch it and be like, oh yeah, Tarkovsky. I love Tarkovsky. I'm jerking myself off. Jake's literally jerking himself off. Like, I love Tarkovsky, Russian cinema, let's go. Like, I'd rather have it be like, oh, you want to know who inspired that director to make that movie? It was Tarkovsky. That's more my goal with it. Also, I think it'd be funny if you just made the
0: most of jerking yourself off. You didn't have to pull your whole dick out. Like, I get there's not a camera, It's small enough. I, yeah. It was doable. I mean, I want a Tic Tac now, but... <laughs> 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 Fucking asshole. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for that. And you have one more thing. You just have Christmas written on the whiteboard. Yeah, I'm just excited for Christmas. I am too.
1: Uh, and I, it's Christmas time.
0: Oh, and something about Christmas... Uh, The sound quality in the studio, right, or quote-unquote studio, it's from the cellar. We're from the cellar. It's in a cellar. Uh, The sound quality, after Christmas, through the roof in the next week or two. Because I might be getting either new equipment or money to invest in a new computer. Because holy shit, I am going to put so much work into this channel.
1: Yeah. And, Uh, you know, recording this, there's no way this is going up even around Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I but mean, people get it though but it, this was recorded at Christmas time I'm just excited about it uh, this is
0: actually no this will go up this will go up uh, like less than a week after Christmas oh word so yeah. Merry Christmas Merry Christmas or, or Happy, Happy Hanukkah Happy Kwanzaa Happy Hanukkah,
1: Joyous Kwanzaa Happy Festivus, Festivus Merry Christmas, Christmas. <sighs> Happy New Year but yeah, I just put that up there because I'm excited about it.
0: Also, if you're home alone right now, and if you're just chilling listening to this, it's around Christmas or around some other oh, holiday. That's uh, why I put it up there. We'll be here for you. Yeah. We're that's... here to give you a present. The present of, uh,
1: of Star Wars France. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I put it up there. Uh, I put it up there because we did a gift exchange at work today. Oh. And Dev, a girl oh. I work with, got me so much candy and a giant encyclopedia on film. Movies and film history. It's cool. It's a really great gift. And she told me, she was like, you're going to feel like such an asshole. Because I told her, I was like, I got you a gift, and it's a jerk. Like, it's a bad gift. But I think it's hilarious. And then the day went on, and she did something. She, like, fumbled an egg or something. Oh, no, she was breaking an egg for one of our breakfast bowls. And where I work, we have these breakfast bowls, and the eggs have to be over easy. They can't be running. Not as strict as past past places I worked with the eggs. Strict or nightmarish. Yeah, not (laughs) as strict or hellish. But... They have to be over easy. The yolk can't break. And Devin's telling me about how excited she is to give me this Christmas gift. And she cracks the egg, opens it, hits the flat top, breaks the yolk. I'm like, Dev, what the fuck is going on? Cracks the other egg, breaks it, like breaks it open, hits the flat top, yolk's broken. I'm like, (laughs) I look at her, I'm like, Dev, what the hell are you doing? She goes, you know what? Fuck you fuck this. I hope you feel like an asshole when you open your gift because I got you something so much better than whatever you got me. I know it. You don't even know me that well. She rides horses. She's like, you, pro-, she's like, you probably got me a fucking horse t-shirt. And I'm like, no, no. I got a socks with horses on them.
0: Oh, wasn't it that funny one though?
1: Yeah, it says, I gotta go pee and it's got a horse and a person racing on the horse. And it's like a little stick figure. Yeah. Yeah. The funny. reason I got them for her is she does not like socks. <gasps> Oh, that's great. she doesn't like socks, so I was like... She nailed the
0: horse thing, and
1: you didn't get her something she actually likes. No, like, immediately as soon as she said this, I was like, I can tell she's joking, but also, now I feel fucking terrible. (laughs) So we did the gift exchange, and everybody got me these really great gifts. Like, my boss got me these Star Wars socks. You got cats on DVD. Hmm, I got cats on DVD, the Tom Hooper 2019 Hmm. cats. Uh, I I got a Mac Miller poster. I got the film encyclopedia. I got... Candy. gift cards to Chipotle and I got a spy camera like a 720p little tiny you got, spy like, camera I, I got nice gifts we might not beat that with your gifts here. probably not <laughs> I know I didn't get anything anybody nicer than that like I got even my coworkers. I got one of them Uno <laughs> Uno? Harry Potter Uno she loves okay. Harry Potter but here's the thing I got it for her because she loves Harry Potter I shit you not my coworker opened the fu- she rips open the be- like the package she rips off that wrapping paper Oh my. Are you fucking kidding me? It's Harry Potter Uno. I was hoping you were excited about Harry Potter and you're telling me all I had to do was give you Uno? Cool. I'll get your a Rubik's Cube. I got my you. other co- co-worker a fucking coffee mug and I got my boss a cookbook that Snoop Dogg wrote from crook to cook. But it was just, it was just funny. But yeah, I re- I put that up there cause that made me laugh today. But also I'm just, I'm excited for Christmas even though it's going to be weird. It is going to be weird. With COVID and everything. But, yeah. But it's, I'm just excited. Plus it's, my
0: fr- it's my first Christmas. Going out on my own and really on my own with no other help getting presents for it everybody. Is, it sucks dick.
1: Yeah. It sucked
0: so bad. I, You and I were wrapping presents and we kind of looked at each other really tired and we're like, this is the worst part of being an adult. I think this is because also when you have kids and you're wrapping presents, they have to be
1: asleep. Dude, I'm not excited. Like, <laughs> like everybody that's seen me with kids, I'm great with kids. Which sounds like something that somebody that isn't great with kids would say. I genuinely love kids. From my sense of humor and attitude, people are probably like, this kid has a mouth like a sailor. I'm never letting him near my kid. I'm not a fucking monster. He's a filter. Like, I'm not sitting there next to your two-year-old going, you know what be funny? Walk up to your mom and go, fuck you. Don't do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to tell your kid to do that. I'll sit there and watch Frozen 20 fucking times if it means that your kid is going to laugh their ass off. I think it's adorable. Yeah. So, I love kids. The realization that if I have my own kids, first of all, that's a nightmare scenario. At this point, yes. More of me in the world, at any point, is a nightmare scenario. There don't need to be more me's. The world doesn't need... I don't need someone to dethrone me. (laughs) I don't need that. It's just, it's not something that makes me happy to think about. Because I know how I work. And I know that if I had a kid and they were like me, and I was like, hey... What's wrong? Nothing. Hey. Uh. mm, Stop fucking lying to me. You don't know me, Dad. I do. I know exactly what you're doing. That's not me hitting the kid. That's me hitting my hand. Like. (laughs) Like there's a kid in the room. Like. (laughs) But like, you know what I mean? Like. Like, I'd be like, I know what you're doing. I did the same fucking thing. But I'm so bad at communicating that there'd be no way for me to get through to that. But that's not what I'm upset about. I'm not excited. Because, yeah. From the ages of birth. Not birth. From the age of like two. To now, I'm gonna say to like maybe fifth grade, fourth fifth grade. Yeah. So until like nine or ten, for like nine for like seven seven fucking years, I gotta wait for my kid to go to bed, to wrap all their shit. Cause I know what you're thinking. Well, you could wrap it when they're not home. No, I can't. When they're not home, I'm not home. Cause I'm at fucking work. Yeah. And then, unless this takes off, <laughs> but then it's like okay, cool. Uh, wrap it when they're in bed. Yeah, no, that's easy. When they're three and four and going to bed at seven. You got a nine-year-old that gets out of bed going, talking about, I'm not tired, it's 11 o'clock at night, I'm still waiting to wrap their Nerf gun that they don't even fucking want. They're not going to play with it except for the day they get it. It's going to be,
0: oh my god, yay, and then it's going to sit in the
1: closet collecting dust. And, and God forbid they walk in on me wrapping it, because then I got to come up with like, you know, Santa actually asked me for help this year, he dropped it off. I don't think I've ever told you
0: how I learned Santa wasn't real. I was, I think, nine. Okay. And so I was like, you're growing out of it, but you're still in it, like that age. I was not tired. So excited for Christmas. I had a tradition for like five years as a kid. I'd wake up at fucking 3 a.m. and go downstairs, and I'd just sit there in front of all the presents. and Just look at them, and have rugrats on in the background, because it was awesome. And, oh, such good memories. I woke up, I was like, I'm not tired. I don't hear Santa's bells yet. I'm going to go. Uh, see my mom and see how she's doing because I know she's still awake. She doesn't go to bed until late. I open my door. I walk out and my parents' room are within an of my door. Their door is open and all the presents are in their room. And they're mid-wrap one of the presents and look over like a deer in headlights. <laughs> and I went, what's happening? And they just walked over to me slowly and put their hands on my shoulder and went, Kyle, Santa's not real. Go to bed. <laughs> and went
1: the fuck back to Rocky's presence. So I don't have that.
0: <laughs> I was like, oh my God, my world has been shattered.
1: That's hilarious. <laughs> so I have two. With the same, I have the same not being real thing. And then I have what my family did at my dad's house. Because my parents weren't together ever.
0: Yeah, no, my parents got divorced like, when I was four.
1: Oh, they got divorced? Yeah. My parents weren't together. Oh, yeah. they like, did like, like, I'm pretty... I don't know the history from before I was born, but I know that when I was born to now, they weren't fucking copacetic. Yeah. With my mom one year, I remember we were at my grandfather's house in New York, and we did a family Christmas there, and I had woken up, and I was at the age where, like, I had... Like, my, my everybody had to be awake. So, you know, got to start that process. I wake my mom up. Go wake my mom up. She's like, oh, wait here. She disappears for like 15 minutes. And we were staying the way my grandfather's house was built. was There was the first floor and there was the finished basement. She disappears. And I hear her on the first floor moving shit and like putting shit under the tree. And I'm like laying in bed and I was old enough to put together what that meant. I was like, oh, Santa's not real. <laughs> like like no part of me was sad about it it wasn't like a thing i never brought it up with her but it was just like it was when the Wii had just come out so i got a wee for christmas so you're like yeah cool but i knew that santa wasn't real from that and then i went upstairs and all the shit that i just heard being moved around was all wrapped and all the new shit under the tree wasn't wrapped <laughs> which was like Santa brought it last night. It wasn't wrapped. It's, it's fresh. It's fresh from the North Pole. And I went upstairs and I remember I was just like, huh. And as I got older, I just put together like, that's just my mom being like, I'm not fucking wrapping it. Yeah. Santa brought it. Fuck it. And she just pulled it out of a closet. It was like, there it fucking is. And like, I remember just processing it and being like, okay, Santa's not real. But then with my dad, I remember, because I had siblings at my dad's house. I had my stepbrother and my stepsister and my younger half-sister. My stepbrother and sister were really good about making sure that my, that me and my sister believed for a time. But then I think I just had this air about me that I knew that Santa wasn't real. And in like sixth grade, my dad and I were watching like Saving Private Ryan. And he's laying on the couch and I'm in a chair. And he just sort of, it's around Christmas time. And my little sister had just gone to bed and we were like, you know, go to bed or Santa's not coming. You know, you got to... Be good, like make sure you go to bed, say prayers, the Santa's gonna know and you're not gonna get what you want. She goes to bed. Five fucking seconds go by, my dad goes, Yeah, you know, right? And I just without breaking a sweat just went, that Santa's not real? Yeah, play the movie. But See, I had like a, a, a different reaction when I the year
0: I learned Santa wasn't real, that moment, and then the next day, I was still young. So every good present I got from under the tree that said from Santa I would literally stop and pull my mom into the next room away from my brother who still believed in Santa and I'd go, thank you, this is amazing. And I'd go back into the other room and I kept doing that for like seven presents. Let it be known, I have six siblings. That's hilarious. All of them watched me pull this poor woman into the next room and not quietly. Be like, thank you, I know that it's you go back into the next room. And my brother
1: was just brain dead. Just didn't hear your me. Your brother is brain dead. I love uh, my brother. Your brother's amazing. Oh my god. But see, at my dad's, what we did with gifts was everyone had to be up and we had to wait for my stepmom to be fully dressed and all that shit. And <laughs> oh, oh I hated shit. it. All the kids had to wait upstairs. And it's it sounds easy enough. It was fucking torture. I wake up naturally early. I yeah. get it from my dad. You know how fucking evil it is to be an adult? Your son is awake. He can't go downstairs and you're not waking anybody else up. But you're going downstairs, making yourself coffee, cooking yourself a breakfast, going back upstairs, looking at your son who's sitting at the edge of the fucking stairs and going, gotta wake everybody up, I guess. (laughs) But then everybody else gets up because my siblings sleep in. All of them slept in. They're all late sleepers. It's Christmas. They don't fucking care. My stepmom is where they get it from. So like It's I'm, a
0: genetic thing. So
1: I'm up at like six. I'm like, let's go, it's Christmas. My dad's up. Then let's my little go, it's Christmas. my little sister gets up. It's like eight now. I've been up for two fucking hours. My little sister gets up, she wakes up, my older sister and my older brother at like ten. We all wake up my stepmom, who then slowly gets out of bed, gets dressed, goes in the bathroom, brushes her teeth, washes her face. There was one year she took a shower, I almost fucking killed her. This whole process took an hour after she's awake. At this point, we're at the top of the stairs, it's me, my brother, my sisters. We're all just sitting there. And we can't go so far down the stairs that we can see into the living room to see what we got. So we're on like the top two stairs, just fucking bunched up. Just like, what do you think you got? I don't know, I only asked for four things. What do you think you got? Well, I asked for like 17 things, so I hope I got some of them. And I'm just sitting there like, I asked for three fucking things. I hope I got them all.
0: And if I didn't get them, I'm taking half of your thing.
1: And then my stepmom would walk out of the bathroom and go, okay, let's go, me first. The audacity to look these kids in the face. One of them's been up for like six hours now.
0: Got bags under your eyes, it looks like you've been through hell. I'm
1: tired from just not sleeping at this point. <laughs> And look at these kids and go, I go first. Are you fu- I'll trip you down the stairs. <laughs> uh, but she would, and this happened every year. She would go down. We'd all go down. We'd all go run in the living room. It's like, fucking Christmas! Uh, a common occurrence that happened at my dad's house that I didn't notice till I got older was I genuinely, we all had curated Christmas gifts. Like, lists. We, we all typed out a list. We did the Microsoft Word art. Like, Jake's Christmas list. Word art. Fucking bam, there it is. Right across the top. Big orange print. Hell yeah. And it would be numbered, itemized, books, movies, games, what I wanted. As I became more aware of the price of this shit, (laughs) by like 10, I'm like, give me three books, handful of these movies, maybe an Xbox game. I'm fucking out of here. I don't want that much. Yeah. My little sister's list would be four pages. Fucking... 75 fucking things doesn't give a shit my brother's asking for like an xbox i shit you not my little sister once got everything she asked for my older sister got the big gifts my brother got the xbox i think i got a, a nintendo ds game and i didn't even have a nintendo ds are you serious i swear to god i didn't ask for it wait are you serious yeah you're straight up malcolm in the middle like malcolm. It, it's straight up like and i remember putting it together and being like this is bullshit and then I learned what had happened was my dad tried to coordinate with my mom so like I would get gifts at his house that would go with the gifts at her house too. But there was a miscommunication so I just didn't get it. <laughs> oh my god. So like there was straight up one year I was like I want these five things and instead my both my parents were like okay but what if instead of getting him literally the five things he asked for we get him stuff that he didn't fucking ask for. And they were like cool how do you want to do it? Well you get him this I'll get him this. You get him this. I'll get him this. And somewhere along that line, it got broken. And it was just, I'm going to get him this. What'd you get him? I ended up getting him this shit. Are you fucking kidding me? So, yeah. Knock up a sec. No. Nah. So, <laughs> Christmas, I'm excited.
0: So, we're excited for Christmas. And we hope you all have a happy holidays. I've had to pee for 45 minutes. I have to pee so bad. Because I thought we were winding down a while ago. No. And I'm like, I'm not going to leave.
1: Christmas got me amped.
0: Christmas is coming And so is a kidney stone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. We we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Next time, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that we'll probably talk about the Edgar Wright movies.
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, thank you for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. We should have... We uploaded the first podcast episode today. By the time this comes out, there should be at least four gameplay episodes out. We're playing Uncharted 4 and Red Dead Redemption 2. And I made some cool fucking intros to both of them. I'm excited about it. Good. Hope you guys like them. Thanks Look for cool. listening. And we we'll see you next time. Oh, I just tried to fart really loud.